Hey, this is LGBTQ&A, where we get to know different members of the LGBTQ community. I'm Jeffrey Masters, and I'm here today with Alexandra Gray. Alexandra is an actress from things like Transparent and the upcoming miniseries When We Rise. Stay tuned. Alexandra. Hi there. Hey, welcome to our show. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk. Me too. Thanks for having me here. This is like my first, you know, sit down uh, interview time. Oh my God. I'll yes. be nice on you. Be easy. Maybe. Don't be okay. bringing up no secrets. <laughs> <laughs> my paper's just filled with secrets. We're going to go <laughs> one by one. Okay. Um, no, you had such a big year last year. Last year was so amazing. Like, yeah. it was such a blessing. Yeah, you. it's like one of those classic stories where it looked, to me, tell me if I'm wrong, <clears throat> where it looks like an overnight success. And I hate that because that kind of discounts, in my mind, like years of hard work that no one sees. Right. It's like people almost forget that. I've, you know, been in L.A. for like five years really trying to, you know, be an actress and a singer and try to do everything. So last year it all came full circle for me. Yeah. Did you expect to get so much recognition from Transparent? No, I mean, I I mean, I guess I felt the significance of that, the character, you know, from the beginning, because they really, you know, made me feel so apart, and they brought me on to a lot of their events. Um, so I knew it was an important character, but I just, I didn't think, I mean, I saw something about like a breakout star, I'm like, child, <laughs> breakout star, I don't know about that, but um, you know, no. it's a cute title. Yeah, I remember just like watching it with friends, just being like, who is that actress? Wow. Yeah. Thank you. And of course, like for people who didn't see, season three hit off and it was just Mara and you. Like that was the entire right. storyline. Yeah. It was I, exciting. It was so exciting, I think. Um, and just to start it off like with a bang, you know. And I think we talk a lot about diversity when it comes to, you know, just trans inclusion. But I think, you know, having that, that diversity amongst all types of trans people, you know, like a black trans person, an Asian trans person. So I think that that was great that, that they wanted to start with that. Yeah, and I remember too, like she's walking through the mall, um, Mara, and she um, comes across uh, these like Latina <laughs> trans women. It was like the entire like race we're seeing. Oh, yeah. Everybody. I think it was um, Mariana. Mariana. Yeah, she was in an episode. Yeah, and um, Haley and um, Harmony Santana. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it was, it's great to see um, because we have seen Mara's point of view for so long that right. we are getting these different perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing you were a fan of the show beforehand. I, I was, sort of, you know, I mean, I, I don't really watch a lot of TV. I, I do now, so you the know. the TV actress. I know. I, 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 I didn't at first, um, but, you know, I did watch the show, and, it, yeah. and it's a great show. I mean, Jeffrey Tambor is, like, so funny. Yeah. But, you know, he really channels, like, um, Mara so well yeah. that, you know, it's just so heartwarming, so... It seems like that office, the transparent, they get to know trans talent and they try to place you and just get to know people and they really keep everyone in mind when they're casting. Have you been in a lot for them before? No, no. I was just, um, it's actually how I got asked to do the audition was I was performing at Trans Pride and they were doing like a background casting call and I wasn't going to sign up because I was like, girl, (laughs) Miss Thing. I was like, you know, I've done so a lot of background work for years and I'm like I kind of want to you know be a, be the star for a change and my friend was like just take the picture and do it and so I did and then they called me like almost a year later and asked me to come and read for this role so for and, audition and they kept your picture for that long yes wow I was so happy because 
you just never know how it works out. So it's like, don't be trying to be a diva early. <laughs> <laughs> no, you could wait till longer. Um, I didn't know if they like wrote it for you because isn't is Elijah your middle name as well? Alicia. Alicia. Oh, right. it's with an E. Yes. Oh, okay. I was drawing connections that I was. Uh, uh-uh, uh, you draw and see. They're unconfirmed. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that really. never happened. But I, I think it really is like a testament because. A lot of Eliza was my story, you know. I mean, hers is probably a little more glamorous, you know, because I I didn't get to be a chance to live my truth at that young age. But um, a lot of our stories are similar, like being in foster care, and so it was like, wow, yeah. you know, it was just perfect that that I ended up getting to play that character. Amazing, yeah. Were, were you out when you were in foster care? No, not not really until like the ending part, really? <laughs> where I got it, you know, got kicked out. Oh, <laughs> so, for, for being trans? Well, it started off like I was like, oh, I'm gay, you know, because I'm trying to, like, dilute the situation. But then it was like, well, child, I really want to be a girl. So, yeah. And that just, I don't think that was at the time. Um, I don't think they were ready for that. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to stereotype, but I, in my mind, I imagine it's not like the safest place to come out. In Chicago? Yeah, I was, I was living in Chicago. I didn't really know anybody that was like, like me. You know, so in a lot of ways, I'm, I feel like I'm sort of a part of this movement that's happening now because when I was coming up, I don't remember seeing any trans people like in in school and my community. And I lived like in the South, so South suburbs, you know, so it just wasn't something that was, you know, really talked about or. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. And it wasn't on TV that much then. No. Not in good representations. No, I just, I only knew that I was trans because I saw Isis King on Top Model. Oh, really? Yeah, I was in high school and I and I saw that she was like on there and I was like, well, well, well. I was like, that's well. So <laughs> that was sort of um, how I. So, but, but before that so you had this let's just call it like a feeling but you were not able to like name it right i i knew that i wanted to be a girl but i just didn't know it was possible like i didn't know that people actually could you could transition and become a woman i didn't know that yeah i probably would have tried to do it a lot sooner (laughs) but you know i i definitely know that i felt like one yeah you know I think that's, like, a really, like, a not, I don't want to say a typical story, but, like, that's an easy story to come out as gay and then to be like, oh, like, JK. Right. LOL, LOL. But, um, you know, just, like, like the root, not saying, yeah, just, just, it's, especially in, like, Foster, <clears> like, <throat> I just imagine, like, there's, like, a safety issue. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like that. Really? You know, um, it, I just think it was something new. And I, and I always understand that this is new for people. And it's like, I don't need you to, to fully, you know, understand it. But, you know, just respect. Just just still love me. You know what I mean? I think that's what anybody is saying to their family is that, you know, this is what I want to do. But, you know, you don't have to support it necessarily. But at least love me. Yeah. You know, and, and be there for me. You know, so. Yeah, of course. Sometimes I forget, too, that we live in L.A. and things are different here than yeah. the rest of America. Yeah, I think that... Like, child, if you want to come out, honey, you need to move here first. <laughs> I just, I just think it's such, it's more of an open environment, and I think we're a little bit more educated about it here. It's like if you're in the Midwest, like you watch TV, but you don't think about what goes on behind the TV. You know what goes into castings and auditions. You don't think about that stuff because it's a whole different world. So, I think it's the same, same sort of thing. It's like when you're in the Midwest and you don't see 
things like this or people like this, it's like, well. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I, I read a stat other week that said that uh, America, about only 16% of them knows a trans person or knows that they know a trans person. Right. Um, and that number just like kind of blew me away. But it also goes to show like why it's so important, these uh, depictions yeah. of trans people on TV. Absolutely. I think, I think it can really like open up hearts and minds and so like it's like when she, Caitlyn Jenner came out I wasn't upset you know I wasn't I think everyone was so like oh my gosh you know and I think that it's like you have to really look and, and think about what she could do just by coming out you know for people who are older or people who followed her career as Bruce Jenner this great American athlete it's like that could open up up doors and windows you know and being glamour woman of the year it's like I maybe want to be glamour woman of the year like you know let her have that and open up the door for somebody that might be your tea so (laughs) I yeah And, and yes she's a Republican and yes her story is not the typical narrative but it's a great example of like how the trans community is not like a monolith right I think it would be people look down harder on like us because this is new right it's like in just with regular people they're like oh you're a republican okay fine that's cool but it's like this and that it's like because it's like someone like us i can't go be a reality star without people saying oh my gosh you're the stereotypical whereas there are millions of reality stars but people don't say anything they praise them but they do it they condemn us because it's this is new it's like oh, you have to be the advocate when you come out. You have to be this. It's like people have the right to just live their lives however they want, and we're all going to disagree, so. Uh. <laughs> no, uh. I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, how, so that was in Chicago you grew up? Yes. When, when did you move to L.A.? I moved to L.A. in 2011, like in the f- October. Wow. Yeah. It's in- wow. Oh, my God. And was that, did you come here, like, did you have like did you remember like school like did you come here like for like the center specifically like no I just I was sort of homeless in Chicago and it was sort of getting cold in Chicago and so um I had someone had said to me well why don't you go to LA and just be an actor you want to be famous right and I'm like well sure so I did I did I just took my last little $87 and bought a one-way ticket and um the first place I came to was the LGBT center wow and that was yeah they were I had emailed someone there before I left to Chicago and they said well we'll have a bed for you when you get here so that was my first night in LA oh my god and the movie version of this like you board the bus and it's a pristine clean bus and there's like open <laughs> arms saying like join us join right. us no one like that at all <laughs> yeah I imagine that uh, the, um, the LGBT center it, it kills me because it's for it's LGBT youth right. and it kills me because it's 12 to 24 and I just think like like 12 year olds like they have to write that yeah, yeah. I, I always say that like we all have different things that we go through with life I don't ever need anybody feel sorry for me because it's like I know someone out there is going through something worse and there are 12 13 year olds who go who their parents don't accept them and so they're homeless so they come to places like the center and I'm just glad they're there to really kind of be a support and just yeah it's sad yeah it's amazing too that they you were able to uh, like set that up beforehand I know 
I, I well, I'm very, possible. I'm a very smart person. Well, there was a few times that I was on the street, like I had to sleep on the street because I was like trying to do background work. And so there were times where I didn't, couldn't secure my bed. It was like a, a daily thing you had to check in. And there were some times where I remember like I was on set like the, the second night that I got here. I had got cast to do like background on this movie. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I know. I was like, God, I think this is what I'm supposed to do. And so I was trying to do that. Mind you, it was not paid. And I was just really like, this is the dream. And so there were times where I didn't get to have my bed. So I was on the street. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know it's an, it's a daily thing. Like well, for, the, for like to get the bets. When I first got, I don't know if it's changed, but when I first got there, it was, that was sort of what it was. You had to check in at one center and you had to walk to the other center and check in. And if you didn't hear like, it was just. <laughs> well, uh, do you um, do you mind? No, no, okay, I'm, I'm, okay thanks. Um, I, was there? I'm wondering if is there like I know this is a weird question, but like was there like a community there among the people staying there, or was it like very just like each person out for themselves? You know what? It was. I was in the emergency overnight program, which they let me stay for three months until I found like actual shelter, a program to go to, a TLP, and um. It was sort of everyone was for themselves in that emergency overnight program because, you know, we all shared one large room and um, all the residents, the people who actually get into the program at the time, you know, it, I'm not saying they made they made us feel divided, but it was like, you know, you knew that you, your rules were different. You had to get up at like 6 a.m. and you had to be out and you couldn't like use their bathrooms. You had to go to the other center. So it was like, yeah, pretty much just for yourself. Like it's it, it's a great place. You know, and I'm sure it's like other shelters for you to go and like get yourself together and get on your feet. Um, so they were really, really big support with that. And, and so there is the program there and then there's also the emergency shelter. Those are separate. Well, this was five years ago, so oh. I don't know what it's like now, but that's what it was like when I got there. Oh, wow. And then what was the T TLP? The TLP? I went to, I was in LAYN, Los Angeles Youth Network. Yeah. So I lived there until I was able to get a job and. Um, you know, get on my feet and get my own place and get my own core. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's awesome. I can't, I, yeah. I feel like I've always been, like you said, like I set it up before I got here. It's like, I always try to be proactive and, um, you know, really make everything happen for myself so I'm that I'm safe, you know, so I, that's sort of what I did. I, I knew that I had to get to business, get a job, and I had to get on my feet because I had a purpose. Wow. Mm -hmm. That doesn't always happen like that. Right. Too. No. It's very fortunate. Yeah. I can't believe that you were on set the second day you got here. Mm hmm The same night I got the email, because I had been submitting, I, I was submitting to, like, stuff on Craigslist, and the movie was called I Do, with Alicia Witt and, um, like, Glenn Great Gaylord. So, yeah, and I got to, they actually selected three of us, extras out of, like, 25, to audition for like a speaking a small speaking role as like the hostess I didn't get it but <laughs> and for everybody listening that's not that's not abnormal the Craigslist casting it, it, <laughs> well you know what it's definitely changed I feel like yeah. it used to be a little bit more legit back in the day but now I feel like most people are moving away from it because it's like mm -mm. absolutely it's, it still happens <laughs> out yeah definitely yeah. I'm, I'm not yeah I feel like it's a stereotype middle America Craigslist it's like <laughs> bizarre right and they're like it's nothing trustworthy you know like it's like oh my god a, a legitimate job yeah yeah i mean i've yeah yeah i found a lot of, a yeah. lot of work that i found was on craigslist so hey you know always be proactive when you're 
trying to do this. I mean, there's no roadmap yeah. to like trying to be a successful entertainer or an actor. It's like, child, just get up and go out there and do everything you can to try to, you know, you never know where an opportunity will be or a door will open up. Yeah, absolutely. It could be from Craigslist, but don't, <laughs> but don't go on there now. <laughs> go on after the interview. Right. <laughs> when did you get um, representation during this? Um, oh, last last year, actually. It was after I got the transparent gig. Oh. Um, then, then I had reached out to one of my friends, uh, Danny Costanza, Costa or something. I'm sorry. I don't remember his last name. But <laughs> he, I text him. I'm like, can you please text some of your contacts? I'm like, damn it. I need an agent. Yeah. And he's like, I don't think, no, I don't think it's. And I was like, just send him this picture. And the first person he sent it to was my agent at Media Artist Group. And, you know, we fell in love. And ever since, we've been making magic. <laughs> and this is post-transparent. Uh, right. Oh, amazing. Well, it was sort of during, and then okay. I, was, I was like, I was like, so I wanted to bring him on. I was like, here, I have this gig. You're going to be my agent. You're going to represent me. Well, he wanted to work with me, too. So, yeah, it was just like a collaborative thing. And yeah, you're a hustler. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm, I am. I'm, I'm, that's a compliment. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I like I, the hustle, the hustle. Yeah, I've definitely learned it's, it's about who, you know, a lot of it. And I'm not saying to be that should be what you're after, but. You know, definitely go out and network with people and try to make connections because, you know, it, it will help you. Yeah. Well, it'll go a long way, I think. Yeah. Your um, recurring theme on the podcast, which I think is for everybody, too, like, not just people I interview, but it's just that, you know, you're so many people see on TV, you're on red carpets, and you just kind of have no idea, like, what people have gone through and or are going through. Right. Like, it'd be easy to assume, like, this perfect life. Like, she's on the red carpet. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's like, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm very happy, and and, and like you said last year was so amazing. Um, but, you know, some people don't even know that I've been on like primetime TV, like on like six different network shows, you know, because um, partly because I'm not a series regular, um, but it, it 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 because people don't really know who I am. It's like I don't have that large of a following, and I. You know, I'm constantly looking for work. I mean, that's every actor. You know, the yeah. business is up and down. Um, so, yeah. I mean, you said you don't have a large following, but I think that's, like, completely normal for, like, where you are now. Right. Well, yeah. I, ju I mean, like, I just thought maybe when some of the shows came out, I thought more people would be, like, you know, gravitate towards me because that's sort of what I want. I want trans people to see me, like, especially young trans people. Um, to see me and to really feel like, oh my gosh, maybe I can do this too, or you came through this. And there's a lot of them who do, but, um, you know, I think once these other projects come out, you know, they're a little bit larger. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the, the new miniseries is coming out, uh, When We Rise. Yes. The, uh, I think it's in February. But is you play, is that a real character you're playing? A real yeah. person? Oh, really? It's a real life character. Um, I, I didn't get to meet her. Her name is Seville. Um, but um, I did learn a lot about her and to get ready for that role because it, it's a very deep role. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because she, you know, she went through a lot in, in her life and she's really a, a large part of the trans movement. And that's sort of what, you know, the series is about, just the, the whole LGBT civil rights movement. So. And what are some of the things that Seville's done? Are you able to say? No, no, I can't say, <laughs> but, um, you know, when you guys watch it, it it's great. Yeah. I think it's like on a 
um, air over like four nights so everyone can see it all at once. Yeah, and it's, I think it's based on Cleve Jones's book, When We Rise, with the same name. Yeah. Uh, he was one of like Harvey Milk's cohorts. And is Harvey Milk in the series a character? I'm not uh, sure. I'm asking questions you can't answer. Well, <laughs> no, well, I, I'm, I, I'm in part six and seven. Um, those are the parts that Justin Lance Black directed. Gotcha. And so um, the other seven parts. And so I'm in part six and seven of the series. So it's like, I think it's like a decade series. So oh. it goes in time. And so I'm like part of the later. <laughs> amazing. Well, tell me this. Who, who did you work with? Because there's amazing actors oh in my that gosh. show. Yeah, Felicia Rashad. Um, Michael Kenneth Williams, who is amazing. Um, and yeah, there were there were a, a few people on that on that set. Um, I didn't know Felicia Rashad was going to be there. I think I saw her name on the call sheet at the hotel. I'm like, maybe this is a mistake. And then I saw like, you know, they on the call sheets, they have the numbers of, um, you know, who, whoever's going to be there on set. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in scenes with her. I didn't realize it. <laughs> and so um, she was very sweet to me. And it, we, she went into the makeup trailer and she was so sweet. And then we ended up getting in the same car together and we just talked and she, I don't think she, she think she knew I was trans because she's like, you've got a pretty serious character here. It's like, yeah, well, you know, I have experience. And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, Christ, baby. <laughs> I'm like, and she didn't know. She's like, oh my gosh, you're very pretty. I'm like, thank you. And she's so sweet. Maybe she was like rewarding like that because she didn't want to come out and be like, hi, are you transgender? You know, like there's not like right. We were to ask somebody that, right? Oh, you saying that she clocked me? Uh, no, I'm saying no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, no, not at all. I'm I'm saying like uh, maybe she was like saying like it's a, it's a hard character like leading you to that conversation, right? Yeah, maybe that that's very possible. Because, but I think so many times people are used to Hollywood casting non-trans actors that you know she. I could have just been a guy dressed up as a woman because the character is really like it doesn't look like me at all (laughs) like you'll see it's a huge transformation I almost didn't get the role because I was apparently too pretty Uh. (laughs) they kept saying oh you look so pretty (laughs) they kept saying I was like way too pretty even on set it was like oh my gosh like we had to stop production to like you know yeah so yeah isn't that so funny that you're having conversations and you're like, we're talking about my face. Right. It, but I was like, oh my gosh, I was just so worried that, you know, I really wanted to show them I can do this. You know, I think my acting was, was fine, but I think that image wise, they just were really trying to sell that this woman was going through. She went through so much and um, especially at that part of her life. And so we really need to get that but we got it together hair and makeup came through wardrobe came through and um like hold my eyelashes yes they hold these yeah i didn't have none of that no makeup (laughs) i mean you you like do not you're not visibly trans and i only say that because i wonder if you have to think about it more because you're like auditioning for non-trans roles well i've just started well, nice. <laughs> I haven't really been going out for non-trans roles um, yet. I, I, th- we have a new team uh, um, that this year I, got, I have new management, um, and we're really trying to do that because I think that's next for me. It's not that I don't want to play any more trans roles. I, I love being able to tell that story, um, but I definitely want to challenge myself um, to really play a cisgender woman. Yeah. Your other roles in like Doubt and Code Black are those all trans characters? Those are trans characters. Oh, really intense trans characters. Oh, really? But like that's great. 
Yeah, I mean, of course you're thankful for the work. Right, I, of course. Yeah, I don't want to like, put those words in your mouth. But the whole discussion about trans people playing trans characters, the opposite of that is that trans people can also play non-trans roles. Right. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, that that is the, the next step, you know? And I think it's just up to, like, Hollywood, the casting directors, um, the producers, the writers, to really not see gender or, or, or you know to just be like let's let's do this and they really have the opportunity to make history yeah you know they made Laverne Cox like the first trans series regular and so and I love that that's not a transitioning narrative right you know yeah oftentimes we can rely on that it's a positive storyline and um even Lee Daniels with like Amaya Scott one on star it's like they're really taking the chance especially on trans women of color because I think that, you know, with all the killings going around, I think it's time that we are we see ourselves represented on TV as well. Absolutely. So. It, um, going off that, do you feel, like, more at risk, that you are more visible as a trans person? I was scared. Oh, I really? had to talk to my agent because I was like, you know, I got <laughs> the airport. Like, it's weird. Sometimes I get recognized. It's like, it's like wow, thank you, God. I, I appreciate it. Um, but... Yeah, I was at like a restaurant. My my mentor picked me up from the airport, and we went to this little breakfast spot down by Crenshaw. <laughs> well, I had to say Crenshaw. Um, and this woman is just staring, and she comes up to me, her and her boyfriend. They were African American, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, we saw you on Chicago Med." That's always that show that people recognize me. And I've never like, heard of that show. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be. That's here. the one they say the whole time. Yeah, Chicago. Oh, Med. that's so funny. Sorry, I interrupted you though. You are so. <laughs> yeah, but um, they recognized it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. The first thing I could think about was they know that I'm trans. And so, but I don't care. You know, like, obviously, like, because I, like I said, I have a purpose, you know, that I want to do. So I don't, I don't think about necessarily the risk. But I do let people know that as a black trans woman, I could walk out of, of wherever I am and I could be murdered. Because that's just what's going on in the world. And so I think that... um people really need to start seeing us and, uh, and re- representing all aspects of media so that they can maybe ease up. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You, you mentioned your mentor. Uh, who is that? Well, I have oh, you don't just few. need to say their names. I'm sorry. But like, yeah, the, I have a yeah, few. Um, they're, they're older older ladies, um, but one, Dana Valley, she's a helicopter pilot. She worked in like all the movies. You know, as a trans woman. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's she's really great. And uh, Beth Youngblood, Mara Wells. How did you meet these, these women? I met them. One of them I met through the center, the LGBT center. She's been my mentor ever since, so for years. And I met all the other ladies through her. And so, oh my you know, they, they really introduced me to all the, the bougie restaurants. And, you know... Hilaire, you know, <laughs> very bougie. So yeah, they, they they showed me what's what's possible. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, so they're sweet. I think that's nice. You have multiple ones too. Oh yeah, it's like they're like my best friends. Now they're like my best friends, oh. and and it don't matter that they're ninety. No, I'm kidding. They're not ninety. <laughs> Eight, Eighty. Uh, I often find too that like mentor. I I always wanted a mentor growing up, and I have mentor figures now, but they're more for me a la carte. So I have my mentor for like more career stuff my mentor for like the business and like different things like that yeah and I feel like to to me it's been a fiction to have one person that can fulfill all that yeah 
Maybe that's also for dating too. That's a longer story. <laughs> dating. Oh my god. Um, we mentioned doubt a couple times. Did you, are you in scenes with Laverne? Um, I had one scene with her, but um, I'm also I'm more so a co-star with Julie Hill. Um, she's a great actor. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so I didn't really get to work with her much. Um, yeah, okay. but. You know, I was like, when I went to the table read, she walked in and she was just glorious, you know, to, to, she was just the star, you know what I mean? And so it was great to see another black trans woman really paving the way. I mean, as she's already been doing. So yeah. I was like, yes. And for people in the audience to be like watching this when it comes out the episode and seeing more than one on screen. Oh yeah. I think there's even more. I think like, um, Angelica Ross and, um, Jen Richards, I think they're also on the show as well. Like, and, and they play her friends, and so um, wow, yeah. CBS is really like the show. I'm waiting on them to give me my own show, or you know, I'm just saying we'll call them <laughs> after this. Let's let's give them a call. But they've been so great to me. Um, and I've been on two shows now with them. So um, amazing, really great. Yeah, you um, not to spill the tea, but before we were record uh, recorded this, you mentioned you're going to the studio after this. I am going to the studio. Are you able to tell us about that? Yeah, a lot of people don't know that I sing, honey. I'm trying to be like, I'm trying to win a Grammy one day, you know? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, I'm going to the studio today to that today to record a song. I'm going to do like a nice video from a musical it's gonna cool. be so cool and i just want to sort of do it for fun and, and put it out see what people think very you know. cool you you mentioned you were you sang at trans pride that's how the transparent team found you yeah i was trying to be like a singer at first and then the whole acting thing really like took off so i was like i'll put this put that aside for now what kind of music do you sing um pop and r&b i'm like the black taylor swift <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm like the female jason derulo i'm like <laughs> That's sort of my style of music that I like. A little pop with a little bit of soul. Okay. You know. If I asked you to sing something, <gasps> would you? Child, you tried it. Oh my gosh, what would I sing? I, I, um, I'm not warmed up. <laughs> you're not. No, you're, you don't have to. But if you wanted to. You what? mentioned Taylor. Okay. Taylor um, Swift? I don't know. No, what you sing what it, you some videos on YouTube of you yeah. singing. What are those songs? I did. I, what videos are on YouTube? On your YouTube channel. They're not secret. Um, <laughs> oh, well, I did the cover, the song for good from Wicked. I, I recorded a cover of that. Who Wait. can say if I've been changed for the better? Because I knew you, I have been changed for good. <laughs> Thank you. Just a little bit, you know. Mama's not warmed up yet. You feel like I pressured you into it? No, no, no. Good, good. I, I need to be ready for that because, child, when I go on the Wendy show, she's going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm such a fan of you. Um, So sing a little bit for us. And I'm going to have to be able to sing just out. So. That's a great Wendy impression. <laughs> I do the best impressions. I'm sorry. I, I do the best impressions. Who else do you do? Um, I do Viola Davis really well. Okay, you want me to do it? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna so embarrass myself right now. Okay, but Viola Davis, she would be like, "What have I ever nurtured, protected, cared for, or loved? Mm? What have you? Mm? I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you're gonna have me here doing interviews and stuff, then I need to know ahead of time what I'm gonna. (laughs) That is just like how she talks, and it's so cool. 
Oh my god. <laughs> god, singers are so good with impersonations. Right? Like the voices. Yeah. I thought that was it. Yeah. I grew up imitating Whitney Houston. So it's like, honey, I was bound for greatness because no, I, I, I did grow up imitating her. She's so funny. She was the best, you know. Oh, that is so mm-hmm. funny. Whitney, R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> did I see too that you opened for, you or you sang with Zara Larson? Yes. Really? In Pittsburgh. Um, it was for the Pride March Equality. They had a big Halloween bash music festival That's and awesome. yes um and they asked me to come open for her the best did you do you sing covers always or do you write your own music mm-hmm. um i usually sing covers because you know i haven't really been able to really invest into the music as much because you know acting has really been so lucrative for me right now yeah. um but yeah i like doing the covers too because people know the songs i try to choose songs that um, are inspiring um, and that people that make people feel good and um, yeah it's like so I like when people I can go and the audience knows the song and they can sing with me in case you like forget the words right I'm kidding I'm kidding right no I'm serious <laughs> sometimes I forget the words child um, one time the music cut off when I was singing live like I had the little back playing track and it cut off in the middle of just I was singing what do you mean <laughs> and it cut off and I was like <gasps> but they just started over because you know it's the same beat <laughs> throughout the whole song so they started over and we just we winged it but yeah it was cool that is so funny <laughs> um so the, the video you said you're doing in the video for the recording uh, anything else coming up you're excited about we can plug follow you on instagram do all that good stuff yes please follow me on instagram you guys <laughs> i mean uh, hello um yeah it's alexandra gray official that's great with an e awesome um and on twitter it's one alexandra cray um, when we rise is coming out anything else february 28th you guys oh my god you have 28th. to watch it doubt is premiering February 15th I believe do you know what episode you're on I'm on episode 6 it's called Faith Faith it's so good you guys like oh my gosh it's good you know what I mean I go in <laughs> mama goes in in me in me no I'm kidding <laughs> after the Grammy <laughs> um, this has been so much fun thank you thank for being you here thank you so much of I course. had so much fun thank you um, all of our interviews you can find on iTunes and YouTube it's lgbtq and and also we mentioned Jen Richards she'll be here in March so stay tuned soon yes. for that and we'll see you next time thank bye thank you <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 